This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracias, you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So in an interview with uh, Pierce Morgan, it will air, I believe, on Thursday on uh, the Fox News Channel. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is ripping the character of former President uh, Donald Trump, so gloves off uh, and criticizing his apparent, what what DeSantis is calling, chaotic uh, leadership style. So it appears DeSantis is officially taking the gloves off, and we continue to be on indictment watch. Former President Donald Trump lashing out at his critics, stating that they're all sick. I don't agree with that comment. However, this is a case that should have never been made and is clearly being done so for political reasons. Unfounded, unfounded bomb threats uh, today, well, technically now yesterday, were made against the Manhattan District Attorney's Office nearby court buildings, and NYPD headquarters as New York continues to wait for a possible indictment of the former president that the best thing that could happen, best-case scenario, is just let this thing go. it's, It's not worth it for the country. It's not worth it for history. It's not going to go down well. So besides the Trump story, something that's uh, really worrying me is a alert that was released on Monday, about 48 hours ago, from the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration, warning that the horse tranquilizer, horse tranquilizer, Mix with making making fentanyl is making an already deadly overdose crisis even worse. Horse tranquilizer mixed with fentanyl has now been seized in 48 of 50 states. The Drug Enforcement Agency announced Monday in that alert that I just uh, referred to. And I will continue 
I will continue to point out that, folks, we made a big mistake uh, legalizing uh, marijuana. We have a situation where a one-time runner-up in the Mr. Universe competition who currently moonlights as a bodyguard for Jennifer Lopez and other celebrities found trouble waiting just outside his Manhattan apartment. He's 70 years old, Willie Gonzalez. He was pepper sprayed in the face by a teenage girl. Why? Because he told them they had apparently skipped school. They were in the hallway or the staircase smoking marijuana on the 12th floor of his Chelsea NYCHA building. He asked them to stop. The young lady apparently um, pepper sprayed him in his face. So let's go back to the first topic. Former President Donald Trump, if the indictment is to come, it did not happen Tuesday. As I told you on this same program last night, it would not. But to prove to you just how much the establishment hates Donald Trump, this was the headline all day long. This is what they were touting. The indictment didn't happen Tuesday as Trump predicted. That was the headline all day long. The indictment didn't happen Tuesday as Trump predicted. Ha, ha, ha. That's what they might as well should have said because that's what it sounded like. The mere fact, when you think about this, hello, Trump (laughs) mentioned Tuesday, but the mere fact that Trump did cite Tuesday, as I stated last night, would guarantee that prosecutors would make sure it did not happen on Tuesday. They did not want Trump to look like he was correct. They want to make him look as bad as possible. So if it was, I understand witness schedules and so on before the grand jury, but believe me, the district attorney can float, move any way that he or she wants to, to fit the timeline that they want. Prosecutors made sure this did not happen Tuesday simply because Mr. Trump predicted that it would. So, In an interview with Piers Morgan, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is ripping Trump's character, chaotic uh, leadership style. And uh, he says, uh, if I run, this is DeSantis, I will be running against Biden. I want you to listen to something in its full context. It's about a minute here. And this is Trump from last night talking about his enemies. He says they're all sick, including Stormy Daniels. And this is what he said on his social media. These four horrible, radical left Democrat investigations of your all-time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. It's gone on forever with Russia, Russia, Russia. And Ukraine, 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 and the Mueller hoax. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. They even spied on my campaign. And remember this, with all of the work that they did on Mueller, 
No collusion. That's what the answer was. It was all no collusion. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect, or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion plot, they're all sick, and it's fake news. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them, and they know it very strongly. And they're looking at the polls where not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way, and I always will stand in their way. Thank you very much. Is it appropriate to refer to the porn actress, uh, I guess I should say adult uh, actress, uh, whatever term you want to use, Stormy Daniels, the way that the former president does? Absolutely not. It's not right to do so. But Mr. Trump is Mr. Trump, and and he's going to be true to himself. And his style and personality thus far has worked for him. So we are going to open the telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We see the calls that are coming in as I speak. But before we go to any of them, I want to do a uh, follow-up. Uh, wh- one of my uh, one of my friends in the uh, media is... Uh, is uh, Mary Murphy uh, of uh, Pix TV. I've known her and her husband, and I've known their son since he was a little boy. He's now a grown man. Mary Murphy's uh, family, they're, they're great people. They really are. And um, Mary is still in the television uh, business, television news. She's doing wonderful jobs each and every night. She recently went to Philadelphia. You're going to hear part of her report in just a a second. As the DEA has warned of the horse tranquilizer being mixed with fentanyl and the crisis that it is creating, turning people literally into zombies, literally uh, flesh-opening wounds all over their bodies. I want you to listen to a little bit of Mary's report on WPIX television on this new drug, apparently, horse tranquilizer mixed with fentanyl, as if fentanyl wasn't already deadly enough. Alarm bells are sounding in Philadelphia about Trank. You see people kind of like walking around looking like animals when their knuckles are touching the ground. Now Art L. Malik's hands and knuckles are swollen to three times their natural size from exposure to the animal sedative xylazine, street name Trank. When I was leaving, somebody had samples and that's what got me stuck, man. He had samples of pretty dope. The xylazine now mixed into 90% of Philadelphia's fentanyl and heroin supply. Drugs that drive fatal overdoses. Adding a horse tranquilizer, something more sedating, uh, makes it feel like it lasts longer. But now fentanyl addicts newly addicted to xylazine, seen nodding out and falling over along Philadelphia's notorious Kensington Avenue, are also developing dangerous sores on their bodies. Next thing you know, you wake up with these big holes all over you, these sores in your legs and all oh, wherever. They just pop out of anywhere. 
it, it's really sad what's uh, what's going on uh, with this new drug that's referred to as Trank. Think about it, folks. Miss mixing a horse tranquilizer with fentanyl. Think about that for a second. Let's start with your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's begin with Abe in New Jersey. Good morning, Abe. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate the time. I have to say I'm a big supporter of Trump. I love his policies, but at the end of the day, I cannot tolerate the way he's attacking DeSantis. He should be more focused on the party. He needs to be more focused on what's best for the Republican policies versus his personal agenda. And that's my kind of like crossing the line limit. Hey, Abe, I I hear you, Abe, I hear you. But what successful... Politician, keyword, successful, doesn't think about self first. None of them think about party first. So why would that start now? When they say party first, all that is, to be frank with you, is a good talking point. End of story. They all care about self first, Abe. Yeah, I agree. But the statement he just played, he's got to stop. We won twice, except the fact that he lost in 2020. Own up to it. Look at DeSantis. Look what he's done to Florida. He just recently announced a tuition credit. He continuously promotes business. Look what he's done to Disney. Look what he's done throughout his many years as governor. Trump should just own up to it and attack him on the legislative policy. Stop with the Ron DeSantis, you know, silliness. And just own up to his own agenda. He was a great president, president, excuse me, from an agenda and political perspective. And stop with the silliness. And he would have a better chance of winning rather than what he continues to do that's only going to defeat his results. Well, Abe, I I appreciate the call, but uh, I have to be straight with you. I do not see in the uh, conceivable future where Mr. Trump is going to change uh, his personality. That's simply not going to uh, happen. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hard not to talk about the politics, but you mentioned the story about the kids that pepper sprayed that old seven-year-old guy over marijuana. Now, you're blaming it on marijuana. Now, I smoke marijuana most of my life. I did quit recently, and I don't think people should smoke marijuana, so I'm not pro-marijuana. But what this really is an issue is that the younger generation are a bunch of spoiled brats that are narcissistic and sociopath, and you can't tell them anything, Dominic. If you say to a 20-year-old, hey, don't walk into that building. It's on fire. They'll say, hey, shut up. You can't tell me what to do. I mean, you talk about respect for elders. They don't even like old people. I'm 58 years old. When I go in chats, when there's young people, if they don't like what I say, oh, you old head. So this is really about, and, you know, a lot of it has to do with the music they listen to, how many rap songs are about how quick I'll put a cap in your butt, how quick I'll shoot you, how quick I'll kill you. And and it's just, 
everybody's got short tempers and they don't, you know, oh, freedom of speech. I could do what I want. So really don't blame it on the marijuana, even though I'm not saying they should smoke it. But it's really a commentary on what narcissistic sociopaths this Gen Z younger generation is. And you can't tell them anything. Well, that that's true, David. But but it's not. You said they don't like senior citizens. That's not only it. They don't like themselves. They These young kids, not all, not all, not all, please don't send me a million emails saying that I'm denigrating an entire community. Some of these young people, some of them, they have no respect for themselves. They, they have no respect for elders. Frankly, they're being raised in completely dysfunctional homes where Mommy wants to be friends with with the son or the daughter, and Mommy will smoke a marijuana with the son or the daughter, or Mommy is more interested in her boyfriend, and God only knows where Daddy is. So there there are a lot of issues, David. I'm not just, thank you for the call, I'm not just saying that it's marijuana, but marijuana plays a part in this. Number one, you should be in school. Why are you cutting a class, hanging out in the projects, in Chelsea, when when I was coming up, young ladies didn't do things like this and, and the violence and so on. It happened with the boys, but not with the young ladies. Now we got a case of this report, a, a, uh, a, a teenage girl macing a man in his face. Why? A 70-year-old man, because he says, listen, you're not going to get high in my staircase of, of where I live. You're not going to disrespect my apartment like that. Now, if the facts remain uh, of what we've been told thus far, I say bravo to the 70-year-old man. All of us have to stand up to these kids in some respect. We have to show them love, but show them that you're not going to continue to operate in such a dysfunctional way. They don't see anything wrong with smoking weed uh, in the middle of the school day because no one has taught them any better. Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Um, In defense of Trump, you know, if he's got an attitude toward DeSantis, that's his business. Man to man. He's he's kicked off because this guy isn't backing him after he helped him. All I know is Trump was a good president, and uh, that's what I worry about. And also, all these women coming up, after years, after they allegedly may or may not have provided a service, gives uh, prostitution a bad name. You know, in some places it's legal and you, you set a deal and that's it. And this coming back and coming back and, and making maybe even making up stories. And then uh, after something is settled, coming back, I, I call that blackmail. And it gives well, prostitution a bad name. Well, uh, many people would call it a uh, blackmail. And, and the problem, Pamela, is that when these stories resurface, we don't know which version is the truth. You typically have a male that says uh, it did not happen or it did not happen the way that she says it happened. And then you have the woman that says, oh, you know, he he uh, raped me or or he had sex with me and and you're right it, 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 there, there is a problem Pamela when when uh when these uh when these stories come back all these years later Pamela let's let's call it for what it is Ka-ching. we we have to be we have to be honest about this right exactly exactly hey you know what 
you know, morally, if you're doing a business in Nevada, you know, it's, I, I think it's still uh, legal. You know, you do a service or whatever and you get paid and that's it. Deal is done. These people coming back and, and uh, going bad on a deal. Uh, I'm not even talking moral issues. I'm talking, you know, it, it's, it's, it's what you said. It's, it's a, it, blackmail. It's ka-ching, 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 and, and it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Pamela, we thank you for the call. You have a beautiful morning. Before we take a break, Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm going to Gracie in Rockland County, but I also want to tell you folks that my weekly podcast is up and running as of right now. Go to wabcradio.com. You click on podcasts. You look down. You'll see two podcasts. One happens to be a rebroadcast of this show every night. The other one is titled Dominic Carter City Hall. And this week, the topic is on the nitpicking of our police officers. I'm still pissed off about it. Still pissed off about that issue, nitpicking the police. Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning, Dominic. Listen, I'm going to try to listen to that podcast I, uh, to, to make sure I don't miss anything, really. You're, you're, you're terrific. You're like the town hall meeting every night. You well, find you. out the day. Now, about the lady before me, I agree with her. I really do. Uh, they... The Republicans, the never, uh, you know, the rhinos, the number Trumpsters. The, uh, Trump is horrible, but Trump is supposed to, uh, you know, uh, he can't be horrible. Only they could be horrible and criticize him. He's the one that won the election, got this this country straight. But don't they realize that? Why don't they back him this time around instead of making him have to fight with everyone? I I, I mean, I'm so disgusted with with all of the Republicans that are so against Trump. Obviously, they're looking at, at to feather their own nests. Uh, I really mean that. Now, the thing about uh, the the horse tranquilizer, are these people falling on the floor unconscious? What the hell is going on? No, no, now? no, Gracie, it, it's, so, it's so bad. So um, from heroin days, um, what people would, would mock, and, and there's nothing funny about this, is that they would say with a heroin addict, you can always tell the heroin addicts when they're high because they tilt almost to the floor, but they almost rarely never fall to the floor. Now with this trink, it's 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 crazy, Gracie. What's happening is that they're bending over almost like an animal on fours. And this is what the trink is doing to them, where they now are bending over, and their hands are almost becoming their front legs. And when they walk, it's like they're walking almost like animals do, except for they also have open wounds all over their body. That's what this trank is doing. And so, and somebody sees this, and then they're going to take it. They see their friend has it, and then they'll take it. We are sick, Dominic, and, uh, we and we're getting sicker. We, we are. We are. Agreed, Gracie. Keep in mind with every addict, and I, I've talked to a lot of them, and you, you I've talked about my own family with I my know, grandfather. Dominic. I'm not going to go into that story right now. But with every addict, if you want to understand their world, if you want to at least get their perspective, you have to understand, and thank you for the call, Gracie, you have to understand they are always 
searching for the next big high. And if you go to a drug program with them, they will often tell you, and I'm talking about addicts that have been addicts for 15, 20, 25 years, that the first high that they got from shooting heroin or whatever the case, the drug they may have been taking, they could spend the rest of their natural life seeking that original high. But the problem is with fentanyl, just one time, one time only, one time, there'll be no more highs. There'll be no more highs because you're gone. You're going to the morgue. And now, and you don't know what fentanyl is in. You're you're a high school kid. You, you go to a party and and the, the punch is spiked and everybody wants to have fun and oh let's take this pill it won't it won't do anything i've done stories on kids from good backgrounds westchester county same thing and as a junior in high school the first time he popped pills fell in love with it and the young man ended up dying his sister went on to Syracuse University. She's now graduated, uh, uh, got her degree in social work, devastated an entire family. And so you're taking a pill, and you don't know if that pill is laced with fentanyl. And once it's in, ingested into your system, there's no gr- going back then. There's no crying for mama then. It, it, it's a wrap at that point. We see all the telephone calls. We are going to take a break. When we come back, a number of issues on the table, the looming possible indictment of former President Trump, the trank, which is the uh, horse tranquilizer mixed with fentanyl, a number of topics we are dealing with. We're going to go to Brooklyn, Elmont, Queens, New Jersey, and Brooklyn a second time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Uh, a number of issues on the table this morning. The possible looming indictment of the former president, Donald Trump. We don't know when or if this is going to happen. Uh, all we're doing is all of us are speculating at this point uh, because it's in the hands of the district attorney, Alvin Bragg. We will see what happens. We are also dealing with the issue of this trank, the, the drug in which a horse, think about this, a horse tranquilizer is being mixed with fentanyl. And the story gets even worse 
because with this type of trank, Narcan does not work on it. And so medical experts still recommend administering Narcan and calling 911 when around someone who's suffering an overdose. We're going from bad to worse, folks. And let's go right back to your telephone calls. Let's say good morning to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, uh, there's a message to my madness. I want to prove to you, Dominic, the second black host of of a radio show that I respect very much, first one was James Golden today, that uh, Alvin Bragg is a racist because at the end of the day, I want him left with no peers except Al Sharpton. And basically, do you remember the case where that uh, Karen, that 21-year-old Karen from California who tackled that 14-year-old black boy for his cell phone? Well, you know, most people don't follow these things, but I did. I wanted to see what the outcome was. He had the chief of detectives go out to California, drag this woman back for a to, to be prosecuted, and Alvin Bragg, who lowers felonies, violent felonies to misdemeanors, forced this 21-year-old woman who simply tackled a 14-year-old boy. I mean, I would have looked at it as my no, luck. No, 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 wait, 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 Larry, Larry, well, wait, 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 no, no, Larry, no, you can't. It's not as simple to just say she tackled a 14-year-old boy. That's ridiculous. There, there were racial implications that could have destroyed the city. You have to put it all in perspective. Now, please continue. But don't don't give me a story with half-truths. All right, listen. Let's focus on the, the deed, what she did. She was she was hyper. She thought he had his phone. It was a mistake. Right. Larry, we know what happened. What's your point? All right. He forced this woman, this young girl, to plead guilty to a felony because the hate crime ratcheted it up to a felony. Now, this felony could get wiped off her record if she if she conforms to his version of being a good girl, does everything he wants for two years, three years, Larry, the probationary Larry, period. Larry, that's a sweetheart deal. Larry, Larry, that's a sweetheart deal. I, so I, 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 don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a sweetheart no, no, deal. No, 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 no. When you plead to a felony at La- 21 Larry, years old. Larry, Larry, if, if Larry, Larry, no damage, Larry, please listen for a second. If you have the opportunity and, and a, a, a conditional discharge, that's a sweetheart deal. As long as she conforms, I agree with you, felonies are serious, and they will stay with you a very long time. But if she has the opportunity, first of all, she had a history of bizarre incidents. That's number one. We have to tell the full story. The incident with the uh, with the black child was not the first time she's had a run-in with law enforcement. If she has the opportunity to get that off her record, why is that not a sweetheart deal, Larry? I'll tell you why, because this, she's a bad risk. This is a girl who's a very impulsive, wild girl, and if she steps out of line, that's, any, any Larry, amount, that's she, the she, whole she point. Larry, that's the whole point. Larry, I don't know what you're talking about this morning. The whole point is to take this young lady that's very impulsive and make her conform to societal norms. And if you don't do it, then you're going to have this felony for the rest of your life. That's exactly the point, Larry. 
Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes the damage that you do emotionally to someone is worse than the actual record. So, and okay, I believe so, that's the so case Larry, here. So, okay, wait. So what, so what should Bragg have done in that case? She should have recognized that this 14-year-old kid was not hurt. It was an impetuous Okay, what, Larry, Larry, what should he have done? Oh, come on, Larry. Larry, come on. Larry, I, I like you, man. You're being ridiculous right now. A case that dominated the headlines, page one news, and he's supposed to just let her go? Are you serious? Are you talking, you say because they're sensationalism? Of course, Larry. Larry, media, Larry. Media impacts all of this for every district attorney. You know that. You know that if it's a case that's in the news, that decides whether or not the district attorney oftentimes will or will not go forward. You already know that, Larry. You're going to pretend that media has nothing to do with whether or not a district attorney goes forward? Dominic, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay, but in a case like this, Larry, I, I have a lot of respect for you. I really do. But but you and I just we respectfully disagree. I I don't understand. You were you you took a, a quick left on this case, but I don't understand what this has to do with Trump or Trank or the topic of the morning. Everybody's afraid to look to look at the elephant in the room. The fact of the matter is is that Trump is a white man. And and this Alvin Bragg is in the pocket of Al Sharpton, who's a known racist, okay? And then Letitia James was out to get Trump from the very beginning because he came on the heels of Barack Obama. It was a reversion to the old white man Republican order. But everybody's afraid to use the race card when the race card is very prevalent here. That's why I'm bringing this out. I, I don't see how, how you can say that the race card uh, has anything to do with this as of yet. I don't see... I'll be the first one, Larry, to call it out. I got to move on. Thank you for the call. Uh, I'll be the first one to call it out if um, if I see race uh, being a factor in this. Right now, right now, as we speak at uh, 1237 uh, a.m. on on this uh, Wednesday morning, we just have a case as of right now where a district attorney for political reasons is going after, apparently, is going to go after the former president. But the young lady, you mentioned the incident where where she accused a 14- or 13-year-old African-American child of stealing her cell phone. It it was not her. He did not have her cell phone. She tackled him in the lobby of the hotel. She has had previous run-ins with the law. And, frankly, she's a young lady that needs some psychiatric help. And there's no way in the world, Larry. Now, if you want to say, Dominic, Bragg lets, lets murderers go, I, I would say, yes, you're right in some of those cases. But but in a high-profile situation like that, there is no way in the world that he could have let that young lady go. And he gave her a sweetheart deal because she has the opportunity, if she flies straight, to have the felony uh, uh, disappear from her record. It doesn't get any better than that. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, two comments. One regarding um, President Trump using uh, not presidential uh, language, you know, calling Stormy Daniels horse face and desanctimonious for Ron DeSantis. But the current occupant of the White House has done that repeatedly. So it's the same old double standard. He never gets called out on the carpet for doing that. Okay, wait, and, give, give me an example, Jacqueline, because I, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of an example. He's, he, 
there, there are countless times. He's nasty to reporters. Uh, he calls uh, reporters names. All, all, the, all presidents are nasty at one point or another to reporters. But they don't reporters. call them names. They well, don't okay. call them names. He's, he's actually yeah. called reporters names. Can he's, you give me an example? Because off the top of my head, I'm not saying it didn't happen, Jacqueline. I'm saying that off the top of my head, I cannot recall Biden ever uh, going that far. He's, he's done it. I can't give you an example now, but he has definitely done it. And I just don't even pay any attention to it because I know no one is going to say anything about yeah, it. I don't think he has, though. It. Jacqueline, I don't think he has. But Well, let's let's leave that aside. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to argue that point with you. Um, as far as uh, also with regard to President Trump, he has gone out and campaigned for a lot of uh, people that were running for office DeSantis is one of them. He didn't need to do that. He no, did he it. He 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 did it out of the goodness of his heart. He gained absolutely nothing by it. Right. And he got nothing in return. Even worse, but, Jacqueline, I'm going to let you finish. Even worse, as Trump had point, has pointed out himself, he claims, I don't know what the reality is, he claims that DeSantis was was on life support with his campaign for governor and it was only after Trump uh, uh, endorsed him that DeSantis came out of nowhere and won. So President Trump feels, and, and you have to kind of respect this, if you took somebody that was nobody and made them the governor, they should be loyal to you. But go ahead, exactly. Jacqueline. Exactly. And and not only that, President Trump has been attacked from the very first day he announced his running for the office of president of the United States. He has never been given an opportunity to enjoy one moment of his presidency. And it's continuing even now that he's out of office. So I think he has every right to call people whatever name he wants. No, it is not presidential. No, I don't like it, and I wish he wouldn't do it. But the president of the United States, that is the loneliest job in the world. He is a man standing completely alone and all of the uh, individuals that he went and campaigned for, those uh, Republicans that are rhinos, they don't support him. They're not supporting him. They should be supporting him, but they don't. It is a thankless job. And the man has done the job and taken on the job and the responsibility of the job, I think, out of the goodness of his heart. And because he loves this country, he cares about this country, and he cares about the people in this country. One quick thing about that trend. It's got to be quick. Go ahead, Jack. Very quick. Very quick. The drug addicts, the hardcore drug addicts, they are probably beyond help. But I think reasonable young people who want to just experiment with drugs, this should be a very serious wake-up call to them. Not worth experimenting. Agreed. Agreed. You and I agree, at least on that point, Jacqueline, a thousand percent. Thank you for the call this morning. I've got to take a break. When we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. When we return, we'll go to Brooklyn, Elmont, Queens, New Jersey and Westchester. Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. 
These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. I can't believe we are still having these types of conversations. And this woman is the most powerful person in New York City outside of the mayor. Here we go again with this defund the police nonsense. The speaker, the speaker of the New York City Council, Adrian Adams, says she agrees with the premise that the city budget should prioritize community investments like housing and mental health services over, guess what, funding to the NYPD. You folks may recall a contentious concept that recently divided the council as far as its so, so-called so progressive caucus. It ultimately led this uh, defunding the police led to several members dropping out of the progressive caucus because they were smart. They didn't want to have anything to do with this. But the fact that the speaker of the council is uh, stating something like this says that we need a new speaker and that um, it, it's just the city council is in far, far left, far, 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 loony, 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 loony tune land. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Ben in Brooklyn. Good morning, Ben. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Dominic. I just want to say thank you to your call screener for taking my call. Okay, Ben, what's your point, um, Ben? You got to get to the point. We have full calls. You got to get to the point. Okay, I said um, the uh, attorney slips my name. I think he's doing a great job for uh, George Soros, for the left, for uh, Democrats. And, uh, yeah, so just to put it, putting a roadblock in. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. So I'm trying to understand, Ben. So so you're saying that you think that um, that Alvin Bragg has done a good job in this situation? Yeah, you know, putting a, a roadblock in uh, Trump for uh, running for president. Okay, but wait, 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 Ben, Ben, what about the law? What about the law? Should that account for something? You you should have the goods before you move forward with something like this? Well, true, you know, but the thing is, you know, anything to do, anything to to make uh, Trump look bad, you know. No, 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 no. Thank thank you for the call, Ben. No, 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 no. For any president, it should not be anything to make them look bad is okay. See, that's ridiculous. With all due respect, Ben, and that's what's wrong with the country. That's why we have partisan politics. Uh, partisan uh, 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 politics. Because as Ben said, and, and Ben, at least Ben was being honest, there are many people that believe so what? Good. As long as it slows down Trump. Who cares if it's true or not? Take him out. I don't like the way he tweets. He called that woman horse face. Yeah, he did. Was it appropriate? No, it wasn't appropriate. But, Ben, you got to have the law on your side. You just can't. You know, I I still am stuck on the fact uh, of my interaction with Mr. Bragg. Remember, all the Democrats running for Manhattan D.A., uh, thanks to the, the, the approach of our station, owner-operators, John and Margot Casamitidis, they were the vision behind all the debates that we did. 
And one of the debates, and they put up, frankly, a lot of money to put these things on and make sure it's done right and live on WABC. One of the debates we did that I moderated, I moderated, I believe, all of them. And um, one of them was for Manhattan District Attorney. And I'm pretty good at sizing up people when I first meet them. I was not impressed with Mr. Bragg. He, he didn't seem to have the personality, with all due respect, to be the district attorney of Manhattan. He had the credentials, and they were all playing to the left during the debate. And my assumption, and it was a bad assumption, was that they're just trying to get elected. Once they get elected, there'll be law and order like every other district attorney. Mr. Bragg uh, was able to disguise just how far he was willing to go. And now we see exactly where this thing is headed. Tom in the Bronx, good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. Look, I've heard this a couple of times, Sharpton being a racist. Could you please tell me what is it he said or done that he can be considered a racist? I'm not, Tom, I, I'm not going to get into that right now, uh, to, but 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 let me just say this. Uh, Reverend Sharpton has said a lot of things that are considered extremely questionable, extremely. Now, I, I've said this before, that I understand how white America feels about Reverend Sharpton, but white America does not get to pick the leaders of the black community. And whether you like Sharpton or hate Sharpton, there is now no doubt by far he is the leader in the black community. I know yes, that a lot. Go ahead. Why you can, I just don't know. I really don't know what he has said or done. That. I, I really don't know. I would just like for you to say something to me so I can uh, think about it. I'm saying what has he said or done? I really don't know. I'm asking the question. Well, those that that um that don't like him, there 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 are quotes that he's made over the years. I I don't want to engage in that right now, pro or, or con against. Wait a minute, wait, hold on, Tom, hold on. Uh, one thing that he's great he's greatly criticized for the Tawana Tawana Brawley case. That's not racist. He's greatly criticized for what happened uh, outside uh, Freddy's uh, in I believe in Harlem, the store. Uh, as it relates to J- Jewish uh, relations with with the uh, black community, and th- there are several, uh, several, several. Or a simple Google, Tom, will will bring up everything. Okay. Th- there's a lot that that's there, so okay. I-, I can understand why some will say that about Reverend Sharpton. But at the same time, there is no denying um, that that he is a uh, a leader of the black community. Thank you for the call, Tom. Let's go to Steve and Elmont. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. Um, I was just thinking about what Larry was talking about earlier. Wow, I think he had a crush with that um, on that lady from uh, from L.A. because he was saying some so crazy thing about it. I think he got the hunch for her. Um, but anyway, besides that, in regards to the lady who sprayed the old man in the face. The teenager, the teenager. The teenager, yeah, the teenager, okay. I think whether she was smoking weed, drinking alcohol, or playing loud music, no matter what it was, acting inappropriate and didn't feel that there would be any repercussions from it. So I'm not sure if it's for any particular reason than inappropriate behavior. Um, And in regards to... Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead, Steve, because I've got to move quickly. We have a lot of calls. I know you got to move on. I, a lot of times I hear you talking about the fentanyl, 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 
and the drugs and all this other stuff. Do we arrest people who are on drugs, like on fentanyl or anything like this? Nothing but a new version of crack. So no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not a new version of crack. Uh, I almost wish that it was, Steve. It's a. It's a hundred times worse than crack, and it hasn't really. It hasn't really hit New York yet. You don't see people walking around on almost all fours uh, yet, but it's coming. The way that it's hit uh, Philadelphia, I do. I do. Is think- it illegal? Of course it's illegal. Fentanyl and animal tranquilizers are not approved for for use in humans. So we don't arrest we don't we don't arrest drug users? No, what well, well, again Steve, it has not really hit New York the way I'm ringing the alarm bell. Okay. It, it's coming. Okay, all right. It's coming. But if but I do have to be honest with you, if we don't arrest criminals, <laughs> Hey, we only go after Trump. We don't. We don't go after criminals in New York. We we have a new. We have a new way of uh, law enforcement. Trump is the biggest threat uh, in the world to New York, and so he must be stopped at all costs. And the murderers uh, that may kill your grandmother, my family, uh, they don't have to stay in jail. You know, get, give them a plea deal, and so on. We are taking your telephone calls. I'm going to go to Marianne in Queens. Marianne, it has to be quick. Please go right ahead. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning. Uh, yes, I I just want to mention that the reason why they did not indict Trump today is because people are finally going to protest. That, that had nothing. Not to, that has nothing to, to do with it, Marianne. But go well, ahead. You'll see. You'll see. Remember they, when they, Mitchell, they're going to they're going to protest no matter when they indict him. So yeah, the date doesn't matter. That, the thing is that this was the culprit, and he called for protesting. Okay. Right. They Me didn't too. indict him because they didn't want him to be. They didn't want him to prove to be uh, accurate. Well, they were going to do it if, if people are standing in the house. They will do it. But please, let me let me just say. But this, it's got to be quick, Marianne. I don't yes, have a lot of time. Go all ahead. Right, all right. The people that that rally, okay, Me Too movement, women organizations, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, abortionists, everywhere they got good results. Okay, they got what they wanted. They make sure that the country was shut down. They send ballots on the mail. They got the president they want. They have millions of dollars for Black Lives Matter, who later was still by these people. Yes, people in the street is a big difference, and we are not going to allow any more time whatever they are doing. We're going to pay with the same coin. Okay, I got you, Marianne. I thank you for the uh, call. Vinny in New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. Two quick things. If they haven't indicted Trump by now, they're never going to do it. This is going to be just something that they're going to be playing with, just try to make it look worse. And second, if Donald Trump, I'm a big Trump supporter, if he kept his mouth shut with the name calling and the insults, I don't think it would be as bad. Interesting. You don't believe it would be as bad if he had kept his uh, his mouth shut. Interesting. Well, Vinny, I thank you for the call, but I do believe, unfortunately, that the indictment is coming. Robert, Suffolk County, good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? I'm hoping grand jurors see through this sham to vote no true bill. Checking politics at the door, which they're supposed to, and remain neutral in the process. That's not asking too much of savvy New Yorkers. Well, you know, Robert, that's a good point that you bring up. But think about this. These folks are not sequestered. They they are instructed not to read the papers on stuff like this. Do you think there's anybody in America that has not read a daily article 
as it relates to, and remember I said, read the papers. So I just, I just gave my age away in terms of I'm still talking about papers, but now with your phone, you can go online and, and see the information instantly when they're on their way home, when they're not at the court, you don't think that they are aware of, of the circumstances uh, or surrounding the case that they're on. They are. And they also heard testimony from, uh, Costello. That means absolutely nothing. It, it means well, it, it, it's a formality and it, it's almost a complete waste of time to be. I'm just telling you as a former court reporter, it means absolutely nothing. But go ahead. All right, Dominic. Well, thank you, Robert, for the uh, telephone call. We will continue with your calls in just a second. But first, I'm joined by the the host of The Other Side of Midnight, Frank Marano. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Doing great. You're what looking you... sharp as always. Thank like you. like the uh, yellow tie yeah. on the yellow world. Color combination. <laughs> what do you have coming up? Uh, well, it's Space Night. We're going to be joined by the one and only Dr. Sky in the first hour. Always a fan favorite. Always interesting. Always a lot of fun. Uh, there's some interesting news happening with respect to asteroids that may be passing by Earth in the not-too-distant future. Also, some interesting activity in uh, on Venus as well. We'll get into that. And then, I don't know if you've been following the whole controversy over this musical parade But the musical deals with the Leo Frank case, and I found someone that has been studying this case, and this case has absolutely everything. Everything that would produce drama in terms of a legal case is present in the Leo Frank case, and we have one of the greatest authorities on this question, uh, Judge Jane Manning. She's going to join me to talk about it. Sounds very, very interesting. Frank Morano starting in just minutes. I'm going to try and squeeze in one last call here. Uh, Tom in Boston. Quickly, Tom, you got 15 seconds. How you doing, Johnny? Hey, Johnny, I'll be quick. Uh, years ago, the Democrats had a taxpayer slush fund to pay off all the women they assaulted. You remember that years ago, but. Yeah, okay. I, I hear you, Tom. I'm just out of time. I see Ray in New Jersey says Biden called the reporter stupid. Again, I said Biden has used comments against journalists, but I wanted an example of anyone else that's not a journalist. We will continue this tomorrow. Coming up next, Frank Marano, The Other Side of Midnight.